0: hey everyone john here and i am back with another microcast today i wanted to talk about the apple watch um, it's appropriate to talk about the apple watch today because uh it is coming out today today is september 21st 2018 and my uh, apple watch and new iphone 10s max are currently on their way to my house on a ups truck the reason i wanted to talk about the apple watch though is Because um, I've talked about this online uh, many times, I'm sure people are annoyed at this point to hear me talk about it, but I figured I'd wrap up this last year with this podcast talking about the Apple Watch because it's been almost one year since I started running and it's been about a year since I got the Series 3 Apple Watch. Um, Basically, the Apple Watch has changed my life it sounds very dramatic to say that, but it's true. Uh, I, I first purchased the series two Apple watch, um, just because I'm an Apple fanboy, and you know, it's, it's a cool little gadget. Um, and I wanted to get one, so I got it and I never really used any of the workout stuff on it. If ever on the series two, I wore it off and on and, uh, it wasn't really that intriguing. Once I got it, it was like, okay, this is kind of cool. It looks neat. It's very well designed, all that stuff, but never really had a use for it. Um, So I just kind of discarded it and wore it every now and then. I had a Pebble watch from back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember Pebble, but uh, it was basically like an upgraded version of a Pebble and um, it was all right. It was cool getting notifications on my wrist, but you know, that, that, that wears off. So I got the Series 3 with Cellular just because I thought it was so cool that you could make um, phone calls from your wrist. Like, that's the dream, right? You have a little computer on your wrist that you can make calls from and just disconnect from your phone entirely and, you know, have this thing that's so small do all this cool stuff. And I thought, you know, this has the capability of, you know, being on the cellular, cellular network when I don't have my phone. And I can stream music on this thing if I'm like out for a walk or maybe out for a run. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try going for a run because um, I have this device. It has these capabilities and I'm just wasting it if, if I don't use it. So I decided to go on a run. And my first run was on October 4th, 2017. Uh, I was into Nike shoes at that point. I still am. I love Nike shoes and the Nike brand, uh, in general. Uh, but I got into Nike because of Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a huge Nike guy. He's a big shoe guy. He has his own shoes with K Swiss right now, which I own every single pair he's come out with. Um, but, uh, I had some basic Nike running shoes and I was, uh, I had just gotten into Casey Neistat back then as well. And Casey Neistat is a YouTuber that's really into running. So I thought, I'll download the Nike Running app, the Nike Run Club app, and uh, I'll go for a run, see what it's like. And my first run was on October 4th, 2017. I ran 1.6 miles and it took me just over 20 minutes and it was horrible. It was hot outside It and I, that morning I weighed 256 pounds and um, I was like, I don't know why people run, this is horrible, this sucks. But uh, I did it. And I woke up the next day and I was a few pounds lower. And obviously that was water loss. And, you know, I didn't lose three pounds in one day, but I woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm three pounds lighter than I was yesterday. Why don't I just stick with this? Give it a shot. You know, I'll change up my diet a little bit and we'll see what happens. So I went for about a, uh, I don't know, a, a week or two and I was able to keep up on it. My girlfriend had just purchased a treadmill at that point. So I did treadmill runs too, which were a little easier because they were indoors and it was cooler and the treadmill kind of helps you run. You don't have to work as hard um, depending on the settings you use. So I did that and I stuck with it and I decided to also make an effort to close the Apple watch rings, which um, I never really did in the past. And so, so I stuck with it and at first running really, really sucked I would switch between indoors and outdoors, like I said, because it was hot and the treadmill was a little easier, but, um, for the longest time I couldn't run one mile without stopping. Uh, and at the time I was using the, uh, the Nike run club app and they have guided runs where a trainer basically talks to you while you're running and tells you, um, you know, you can speed up now or slow down or think about this or concentrate on this you know, it it really helped. And I stopped using it after a few runs because I decided to just use the stock uh, Apple Watch activity uh, app on the uh, watch because it gathers more data and it's just better. Like Apple doesn't grant third parties the same access to the stuff that Apple has access to. So I figured if I want to collect as much data as possible, I've got to use Apple's app. So, but what I did learn from that run club uh experience is you need to go at your own pace um it's just it's all up to you and how you feel so if you're running and you think you're going slow you're not going slow you're just going at a pace that's comfortable for you and if you feel like you can't keep that pace up then it's okay to slow down and maybe walk for a little bit and catch your breath and then keep on it like the the goal is to keep running and keep going further and you know gain more endurance but you shouldn't feel shame for going slower when you need to go slower. And uh, for at least the first four months, it was running and then, you know, I'd, I'd walk a little bit, running and walk a little bit. And during that time, I also had a couple injuries. Uh, I had never run in my life. And so I had my, my legs and my feet kind of went through this whole evolution where they were like, what are you doing this is not good. And I hurt uh, my feet at one point. Like they just hurt to the point where I couldn't run. Like they, they just hurt. Uh, I, ha- I still have kind of a leg issue that has gotten better a lot better, but at the time it was really bad. Like it wasn't um, shin splints, but it was a muscle near those muscles that was irritating me and I couldn't run at all. So um, I got down to a point where I was maybe running one mile per day. Uh, But once I got past all of that, I was up to about 35 miles a week. I would run before work. I would run after work. Um, I had just gotten a new position at my company where my hours changed. So before I was getting up at basically 3.30 to go to work, leaving the house at 4 a.m. And I'd be home by 4 o'clock typically in the afternoon. And uh, so there was really no time to run before work then. But um, I would run after work. And since I changed positions in uh, February of 2018, I was now getting up to go to work at 6 and then leaving the house at 7. So I had time for a quick 20-minute run, which I still do to this day. Um, so uh, I was able to really kind of get a lot of running in by Diving it up over the day I wasn't running five miles at one point you know at the same time I would run two miles in the morning and three miles when I got home Uh, but that also you know that was too much I can't run that much and I had a problem with my leg where it's called drop foot so basically if you try to stand on your heels put all your weight on your heels you should be able to lift your toes up and you can basically walk on your heels and with my right foot I couldn't do that. Uh, I would put all my weight on my heel and it would just drop to the ground. It was really scary. And I stopped running for two or three weeks to kind of let it recover because I didn't know what was going on. And turns out it was because I wasn't stretching my calves after a run. And um, that muscle that I talked about earlier in my leg, um, it's a, it's kind of covering a nerve. And since I was larger, when I started running, there was more fat in my legs. And that nerve was kind of protected by fat. And over the, the months, that fat burned up because I was running and losing weight. And now that nerve was exposed more and getting irritated. So that nerve is what caused that to happen. Um, and I basically would massage that muscle to the point that it hurt after a run and I would feel that nerve, like, tingle and send pulses down into my foot. It was really bizarre, but that's a whole other story. So um, what I'm trying to get at here is the Apple Watch, I mean, it didn't it didn't change my life. And I, I just give it a lot of credit. Uh, at first, I got it as, like, this gimmicky little toy. And I wanted to be able to have an excuse to go... Outside, leave my phone at home and stream music. And so, yeah, I could have gotten in my car, driven somewhere, and said, "Yep, I did it. I went somewhere without my phone and listened to music over the network." But that's just stupid. So I thought, you know, I'm going to use this thing. I got it. I'm going to use it. And it really did turn into a, a huge motivator for me to get out there and run. I I still try to close my rings, like every now and then. I'll miss my stand ring. But for the most part, you know, I think my my exercise ring, I'm on a streak of like 280 days or I haven't missed one workout. Um, and I have had rest days where you can cheat on the Apple Watch and, you know, do a workout. I wish they would let you have rest days with the Apple Watch, like at least one day a week. Uh, where you can still maintain your streak, but they don't do that. So yes, I, you know, those days when I wasn't running, I kept it up. You know, I, 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 I would walk or do something else, but when I was sick or incapacitated or just wanted a rest day, I did do the cheat thing and I will totally admit that. But, um, I did that because I want to keep my ring streak, you know, and that's a, that's another discussion, but the watch motivated me to get out there and run and, it's weird that I started running because I wanted to use these features of the watch and justify the money that I spent on it um and looking back on it it's it's the best thing I've ever purchased from Apple like Of course, my iPhone is amazing. My my computer, my MacBook Pro. I use it every day for my podcast and for photography, and you know that these devices I all cherish in one form or another. But the Apple Watch is in a whole separate category. Like, I will always buy the new Apple Watch because I want the latest and greatest. This device is always with me. Um, It holds me accountable and it keeps me running and motivates me to always remember where I came from and that I don't want to go there again because I was not happy when I was larger and losing weight didn't fix everything for me but I'm much happier about the way I look now and I have more confidence Um, and I owe a lot of that to Apple and the Apple Watch so uh, i this was kind of rambly and I I understand that and maybe it was difficult to listen to, but I, I wanted to get my thoughts out there. Um, I made like a little, uh, bullet point list of what I wanted to talk about during this podcast. And I'll, I'll post that along with the audio in case you want to read that. I'm not going to make a big long post out of it. It's just bullet points that I wanted to talk about. Um, but it's a little more detailed than I talked about here. So, uh, Yeah, I'm stoked to get my Series 4 Apple Watch. Um, It's Like I said, it's on the way to my house right now. I can't wait to go out and take it for a run. So thanks for listening. Uh, We'll talk to you next time.